Welcome to Gay Expectations. We've been expecting you. I'm Nicole Keeping. And I'm Diana BTs. This week, Diana and Nicole chat about where we disappear to for a month, Nicole's Breaking Bad era, and AI creeping us out. Hi. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It's so weird recording again. It's been a while. I know for you listeners, it's probably super continuous, like nothing's changed, but for us, it's been a full month. Well, I think we're actually going to have to not have an episode out this week, right? I don't know. Why? Because it's supposed to come out in two days? Yeah. Do you think this will be out in two days? My fingers are crossed. Okay, slay. (laughs) I'll send it off tonight and we'll see what happens. I guess. Oh my god. Are you guys listening to this on the on May 2nd or on May whatever a week from May 2nd? We'll probably 9th. find out when you do. Yep, we will <laughs> find out at the very same time. So, Diana, what's new with you? We haven't seen each other a lot since in the last month. We've been talking every day, though. That's true. <laughs> um, honestly, it's been the worst month or top five worst months of my life for me. We're not going to get into too much about why, but I know we've both been sick. You were definitely much sicker than me, though. Yeah. Well, let me get into it. But get, please, honestly, take take the reins today. First, I think I got COVID. Um, I always, I was testing negative the entire time, but it felt the exact same as when I had COVID last time. Just like extreme fatigue, um, cough, sore throat, etc. We, we all know what that's like. Um, but I guess... A couple days after those symptoms, no, sorry, a couple days before those symptoms started, um, I went to the doctor because I just was had been feeling really awful for about a month. Um, and she told me my, B, my B12 is low, my zinc is low. So I was like, okay, great. It's not my thyroid like I thought. Then I got sick, COVID. Um, as I was recovering from COVID, my allergies started, mm. which was miserable. Um, I get allergies for like a week, a year, and it's just like a very bad week. But then it turned into a sinus infection. Oh, it did? It did turn into a sinus infection. And also, I had a little um, little bit of shingles. Oh. And I, my body does love to just, like, pop a few shingles on my skin <laughs> a couple times a year. Um, just keep you on your toes. Yeah. And we love diabetes for that. Mm. So thank you so much, diabetes. So, yeah, that I'm starting to feel better. I really started to feel not sick completely anymore on Wednesday, which was the day of the open stage. So that Very was amazing. Lucky. So I've been feeling myself a little more. Things are not uh, amazing in many parts of my life right now, but at least I'm not sick. Honestly, when you're sick, it just makes everything else feel ten times more dramatic, mm-hmm. if not more. Oh. I was one inconvenience away from just, like, flying to, like, Puerto Rico <laughs> and just, like, staying there. I don't know why Puerto Rico. Ooh, I would love some warm weather right now. I think some... I'm not sure if it was Puerto Rico. It might have been somewhere else. Um, a girl from my high school once went missing, oh. everyone thought. But then, like, days or weeks later, she shows up on Facebook and she's just, like, moved somewhere. I thought it was Puerto Rico. It might, it might have been somewhere else, but, and then it's just her on, like, a Facebook Live with the leader of a cult. Oh! 
and it made the news, and then she came back, and then I was a cashier at Dominion, and I saw her come through, and I was like, oh my god, a celebrity here at my Dominion cash register? I would like to bring a little bit of that energy into the rest of 2023 for me. <laughs> You're gonna go down south and join a cult? <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'll even just, like, go down south and start a cult. Okay. I feel like, I, I don't, I can't identify why, but I do think I would be a good cult leader. Yeah, I see that for you. Um, it, w- it would be a gentle cult, I think. <laughs> would, there wouldn't be too much crime going on. There Just would the be, right amount of crime. Um, absolutely no abuse, hopefully. But I think that might be a signature part of a cult, isn't it? I'll be honest with you, I'm not an expert. I'm not you know an expert what, on cults. I see a lot of documentaries on the internet, or on Netflix and stuff about cults. Oh yeah, Martin. You know, in hindsight, maybe leaving a million plastic bags out which my cat loves to hit around, was not a great idea. Well, tell us why there's plastic bags everywhere, Nicole. I finished moving today. Yay! Yay! It's only been a month in progress, but today we finally had to be out, and I used plastic garbage bags to just, like, wrap all of my glassware in. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anything broke, which is phenomenal, because it was really shoddy, shoddy packing. Oops, I just burped like right into the microphone. <laughs> but we didn't get like right? we didn't get any boxes for the move. We only used like reusable shopping bags mm-hmm. and suitcases and stuff. So it's just as you can see, an ancient suitcase, a roots bag, and a million garbage bags is how I brought all of my glassware, like wine glasses and everything. This is exactly how I move as well. Mm-hmm. And every single time after I finish moving, I'm like, okay. That was chaotic. It would have been so much easier to use boxes. Next time, I'm going to get a bunch of boxes and just, like, use those. And then a couple years goes by where I don't move. And then I'm like, okay, I'm not getting boxes. I'm just going to use all of my reusable bags and stuff. But it makes it so hard to move. I find the bags are easier because they have handles. I find they're easier to carry than boxes. Oh, absolutely easier to carry. But then when it's time to unpack... Because maybe you don't do the same thing, but what I do is when I have these bags, I just will try at first to separate them by like the area of the house they're going in. Yeah. But then when things are laying around, I'm like, oh, I'll just shove this in this bag. I'll shove this in this bag, and then I'll just, and then it's just chaos. Yeah. The things are everywhere. Yeah. Which yeah. is currently what I'm dealing with right now. But it is also like day of getting the rest of the stuff mm-hmm. into this place. Yeah. And I was like, you're like, can we record at 3? And Emma and I were in bed at 2.30. And they were like, no. Now I knew. <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> I knew that the move was being, was like extra hard on both of you today. Because when I walked in, you both had a drink in your hand. <laughs> yeah, I don't day drink often. But today was a day for it. It is. It is absolutely a day for it. And I just like got my period this morning. Slay. Like I, I go in and I'm like, well, this might as well happen. Why not? And the cramps have been ridiculous. And actually, alcohol is supposed to help with that. Ooh. But I also did take a lot of painkillers, too. Now, listen, you so. heard it here first. Doctor recommended. <laughs> Nurse practitioner recommended, <laughs> only not supposed to be with. Actually, it's a new drink. What is it? Not sponsored. It's Mike's Hard Orange and Cream. So it's like an orange creamsicle. Oh, I bet it's filled with sugar. I think it would kill me. <laughs> If it doesn't say zero grams of sugar, I guarantee you it has, like, a million. I don't know where you can even see that. Yeah. Okay. Carbonated water, vodka, sugars, 
glucose, fructose, mal malodextrin, uh, and other things. I don't. I feel like labeling all of this is probably not the cutest move. Um, but it's only five percent. Not that bad. Now I um, I'm usually a white claw gal just mm. because. I, I love, love sugary drinks, um, and if it wasn't for my diabetes, would just be, like, so down to always have sugary drinks, mm. but then I have to deal with, like, the fallout of that, <laughs> high <laughs> blood sugar, so, but I had White Claws in my hand to pay for them, and then I saw the Bud Light seltzers, mm-hmm. and there's, like, um, lemon, lime, cherry cola, and what's the other one? Orange? Ooh. So it's, like, basically orange pop, Sprite, and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and they taste so sweet, but there's zero sugar. Again, non-spawn. Yeah, we are we, clearly not sponsored. We are not there yet to be sponsored by Bud Light or Mike's Hard Lemonade. That would be a fun April Fool's joke to be like, oh, sponsored by Bud Light. <laughs> Give us some cans with our face on them. We just get sued. <laughs> An April Fool's Day suit. <laughs> well, all press is good press, baby. Too broke for that kind of press, I think. I have one friend in law school, and that's about as much help as I have. I mean, Sahand is, was previously a lawyer. Is he, is he still, like, technically, like, are you still, what is it called? Regist- not registered, that's not the right word, but if you I took the bar, is he not, like, legally still a lawyer? I mean, I think you have to pay for it once a year to renew your membership, and it's been less than a year since he quit law. So, Yeah. I mean, he hates law so much and would definitely not want to help anybody with law. (laughs) Even in an emergency? He probably would. (laughs) He seems like the kind who... I think he he would, yeah. He probably would. If someone was getting, I don't know, if one of his friends was on trial for murder... I could even just, like, hype up the drama of that and be like, listen, this is going to be so fun, let's do it. They're going to make a movie about you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, speaking of alcohol, um, I briefly mentioned this earlier, but I think I'm going to take May off from drinking it all. Yes, you did mention this. So what kind of inspired you to do that? Well, so I have drinks at most of the drag shows I perform at. Usually I stick between like two and like five drinks. Um, So I don't get messy at shows and I'm never doing things I regret. But it's the day after that it completely ruins the day after. Even if I have two or three drinks, it, it's mostly the anxiety the next day where even though I didn't do anything messy or anything like that, I get so anxious the next day and then I just constantly replay every interaction I had, oh. which I do anyway, <laughs> but it's really exacerbated by a hangover. Right. And it's been really bad for my mental health. Um, I also notice like when I'm hungover, I... My stims are a lot more aggressive. Okay. And even for days after, like you heard me going, <laughs> which is me tapping on my cheek and making a little um, dropping noise. And, but another one I do is I do like like click of my tongue really loud. And that's usually when I feel really anxious, I do like. <laughs> and I, yesterday I probably did that 150 times oh. and I just wasn't feeling good. Um, and then I was just kind of like, thinking about how I do use alcohol a little bit as a crutch when I perform just to like take the edge off and like loosen up a bit, mm-hmm. but I don't think I need it. Um, so just going to do a little experiment and see how it goes. Uh, I don't have many shows coming up this month. It's mostly like a behind the scenes work kind of month for me. Um, so I, it won't be too difficult. I don't think 
Um, I'm considering if I'm going to take a break from smoking weed as well. Um, but I might just leave that for the month after. Mm. Don't want to do it all at once. I feel like both at the same time is, um, is ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I tend, with goals like this, I tend to like overpromise myself. Yeah. And then the second I slip up or don't follow through, it all comes crashing down. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe it's a good idea to just like stick with just the alcohol mm-hmm. or not drinking alcohol and see how that goes. I know what Emma does for dry feb is they don't drink and they also don't use like the carts for like, to vape weed. Okay. Um, and they just stick to like the flower. <clears throat> but okay. I think you only smoke really flower, like the actual yeah. um, weed anyway and not in any other form. <laughs> so I guess it's not really the same thing. Um, I know a lot of people do dry feb for, to like raise money for mm-hmm. cancer, but also it's nice cause it's the shortest month yeah. to experiment with Cause Emma used to do dry January. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that was just something people did like, well, dry February, I get one less day <laughs> yeah. and I get to yeah. have like a reason to raise money yeah. and have people sponsor me. So yeah. I've never joined in, but I don't really drink that much anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, oh yeah, everyone sponsor me so that I don't have like one mics this month. <laughs> right, yeah. It's, it's like just, less impactful when like you're not really sacrificing much. Yeah, exactly. It, it, but it, of course it's great to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's great to do oh, like a dry month. Um, but yeah, if you're raising money but all you're doing is skipping out on that one white claw. <laughs> <laughs> then it's like, it's probably not. like Now, if it was dry May and I'm like, I'm not going to eat any potato chips this month, mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be a different story yeah. entirely. That would be a challenge for <laughs> um, so back I when I lived alone and my mental health wasn't super great I was just basically like waking up at 4pm to go work at the bar that I worked at would stay for like 8 hours and then immediately go home and sleep so I was awake for like 8 hours a day not eating all my meals but what I was eating was pizza pockets I love pizza pockets. Like the Pillsbury ones or like the round McCain The ones? round ones. I don't do pizza pops pizza pops. I love pizza no. pops It's like putting soup in a pastry how is that different from a pizza pocket? Pizza pockets are much more like hearty and like if you cut it down the middle and hold it upside down, it's not all going to fall out. Are you sure about that? I mean, eventually the cheese would like all string down, <laughs> but the pizza pop is just liquid with like chunks in it. Ooh, I just don't like them. Mm, I like, I feel like I like the texture of the actual pastry more on a pizza pop than I do with pizza pockets. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think they taste better and I like... The structural integrity more of the pizza pop. Structural integrity, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fair. But the filling is what's really the pivotal thing for me. You want to know the stupid way I eat pizza pops? Oh, God, okay. <laughs> I like, okay, so I take my fork and I cut off the first corner, eat that normally. I squeeze all of the filling out. <laughs> I squeeze it all out. And then I'll like kind of cut the pastry up and dip it into the into the filling it's almost just like pizza at this point straight to jail regular pizza i don't know why i started doing it that way i'm gonna have to compartmentalize that like compartmentalize (laughs) that thing about you because it's really gonna lower my opinion no (laughs) kidding but i had this month where i was i had to be like you gotta hold the thing oh right I don't know why it does that sometimes. We're experimenting with a two mic setup, and uh, I have to hold the mic by the bottom, and <laughs> I just, when I get talking with my hands, I just, it, I'm everywhere. 
So this, there, there was this one month where I was like, I'm going to take this month off Pizza Pockets. <laughs> and I don't think I've had them since, but I think it's time to reintroduce them. Because at least I have Sahand to be like, you can't have Pizza Pockets for every meal of every day, you know? To hold me accountable a little bit. <laughs> Who needs accountability when you have Pizza Pockets? <laughs> That's actually our new tagline. <laughs> Okay, I have some exciting news. Tell us the exciting news. Now, Nicole knows this, and everybody who follows me on Instagram knows this, if you saw my story. But um, I've... So, on this podcast, I go by Diana. Mm -hmm. Um, But my, like, government name, I guess, uh, (laughs) has always been Joshua or Josh. And that's never felt right to me. Um, Never felt right to me, I... (laughs) No. And, like, so, uh, for the last couple months, I've been just, like not thinking I was actively going to do anything, but just I would feel a little ick when people would call me Josh. But when people call me Diana, I get a little like, ooh, like I like that. I really like it. Um, But Diana doesn't feel right for my out of drag persona, I guess. Like my existence, my, my, my day name doesn't, it doesn't sound, doesn't feel right for it to be Diana. So I've decided to change it to Joss. That's J-O-S-S. It already, like, I didn't think it would be a big deal at all in my life, but I posted about it yesterday on Instagram, and I think I might have got, like, 75 messages of just, like, Aww. people that I've known um, from, like, high school and middle school, from university, just, like, people that I don't talk to every day just being, like, that's a, that's great. I love that. That name suits you. It's so great. And it's been such a, like, wonderful reaction, and I'm so happy. Aw, I'm love so it. proud of you. So, yeah, um, out of drag. Joss, unless you know me from drag, um, then Diana's okay. I always love being called Diana. But if I were, like, to start a new job, I wouldn't be like, hi, I'm Diana. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I introduced you to Mary Browns the other day, and the person was like, oh, this is for Josh. And I was like, like, I couldn't hear him. Like, part of me just didn't hear him that well. But mm-hmm. also those syllables in that sentence just, like, did not compute uh-huh. into words for me. And I was like what <laughs> I was like and then he said it again I was like oh <laughs> because I usually do call you Diana even mm. out of drag yep. but I know part of me wondered always I'm like I don't want them to think that um like and I know it's probably stupid because I've like talked to you about it before but I was like I don't want them to think that like they only have value in drag mm-hmm. you know that was something yeah. and I feel like I've heard drag race queens talk mm-hmm. about that before mm-hmm. so I was like Oh God! I don't want to only call her Diana. Yeah. If that's like, mm-hmm. like I didn't, I didn't know if that would be bothering you mm-hmm. internally. And Not at all. Wouldn't. No. That's I don't know. I don't know why that yeah. was something I was always like. <laughs> and one, I so on this subject, I saw a TikTok the other day from a queer creator who uses they them pronouns, and they have a new chosen name, and it really resonated with me because they said like. When you mess up my pronouns or call me by my, my dead name, it, I don't care. I, I like it, My name and my pronouns are for me. And if you don't get that correct, or even if you don't care, it doesn't say anything about me. It doesn't make me feel poorly. But it does, if it was like a recurring thing or like you, no one was like making the effort to try to change, that would just make me think poorly of you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's that one TikTok was very formative in like s- solidifying the name Joss for me because 
I was thinking about all the effort of like changing social media and like, oh, there's all these people who I that, that don't follow me on social media in my life who um, I wouldn't really care to explain that to. Um, just, I don't think it would be a great reaction, but I don't care. It doesn't <laughs> say anything about me. It's all about you. Um, yeah. So I'm very happy with that change. Um, it's... It, I, I kind of, like, the trajectory I thought it would take was that people would be like, Josh, oh, I mean, Joss, mm. or, and it would be just, like, kind of like, oh, it's okay, which is kind of what happened when I changed my pronouns, but already, like, Sahan changed my name in his phone to Joss, he's called me Josh, Joss many times, it just, it feels great, it's so mm. nice, I love it. How did you end up deciding that, on that name? Um, I... So back when I was trying to find drag names, I was trying to find something that was similar to Josh. Um, and my the, a very early one was Josie Pussycat, <laughs> which is just a very lazy drag name. Um, and then Josie always stuck with me. And before I came out as non-binary, I was like wondering, like, am I trans? Like, do I want to be a woman? And I don't. And... Um, but back when I would be thinking about if I was a woman or not, I kind of thought about the name, like, Josie. Mm. Um, but I... And then, so Josie is a very, very femme name. And it, that didn't feel right either for me being non-binary. And then I was like, hmm, someone's name is Joss. And then I kind of looked into, like, the meaning of that name. And it's actually, like, a derivative of Joshua. But it's a gender-neutral Joshua. Hmm. Yeah. I wondered if it was, like, um, a Schitt's Creek thing at all. Because that's Roland's wife's name, right? The mayor's Jocelyn. wife. Yeah. yeah. And they call her Joss sometimes, yeah, too, yeah. right? But I think it's spelled differently. I do love but her. <laughs> she's I really good. love Jocelyn. Roland pissed me off. I don't like Roland at so, all. So, I feel like he briefly was likable in, like, season five, maybe. Mm -hmm. But then season six, or, yeah, the last season again, I was like, oh, my God. Get this man off of my screen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he had maybe like one moment of redemption in the like the last episode or the second last mm -hmm. episode when they're having that big meeting with the um the investors or whatever. Right, yep. And I'm yep. like, okay, one one moment mm -hmm. over many, many seasons of you just being such a pain. Yep. All the time. But that show's so good. Uh, that show has a very special place in my heart. Uh, um Alexis. Um, it would be my Snatch Game character, I think. Mm. Um, I I share many mannerisms with Alexis. You really do. <laughs> and it's not that I like saw the show and copied her. Like while I was watching, I was like, like <laughs> "Are you kidding me?" Like, she just does like so many things. I do talks with her hands and like the the, the flapping the hands mm -hmm. and just like the intonation of certain things she says. Oh, I'm so obsessed with her. When you were here a couple days ago. And we watched the new Black Mirror trailer. Oh, yes. And when you're like, I was like, is that Annie Murphy? You literally jumped to your feet and ran closer to the TV. It was so cute. It was game for you. <laughs> like, it was just like... And you had this serious look on your face. And then when she came on screen again, you're like, ah, yes! <laughs> the gay autism moment. Because <laughs> I think at first you weren't positive it was her. Because she was only there for a second. And she looked very unhinged, which yes. is not how I'm used to seeing Annie Murphy. No. But yeah, I'm very excited. Um, she's in another show called Kevin Can Go F Himself, I think. Okay. Um, it's like, 
it's hard to explain. It's a very, very unique show. It's filmed as a sitcom, but it while she's like in the living room with her husband and the neighbors, it's filmed as a sitcom. And then when she'll be like, she's like a housewife and she'll be like, oh, I'll get you guys some food and she'll leave to the kitchen. And then it's shot like a dark, like almost like a horror, like dark HBO show where okay. she's just, there's like cockroaches around and she's just like about to have a breakdown. And it's, a, I think, I think it's like getting at that she's masking and like trying to like pretend she has the perfect life. And then she goes off screen, off screen, quote, quote unquote. And then she's, it's a completely different tone of a show. It just, it feels like, and I, this is me not having seen it. It feels kind of like the invisible labor of women. Okay. And like how um, when women are like, you know, expected to, you know, be the host, be the maid, mm-hmm. um, be the cook, all of these different things where it's, it's like that. a yeah. show, like you're putting on a performance when you have people over, but then the second you're alone, mm-hmm. everything that you're just like trying to keep it together. Yeah. Oh my god, that sounds so good. When you said the invisible labor of women, I was about to say, I haven't seen that. (laughs) (laughs) Who's in it? (laughs) Everyone is in it. (laughs) We're all in it. (laughs) Well, speaking of Black Mirror, they used to joke, like, even, like, the creators would joke that, uh, oh, oh, there we go. (laughs) So, speaking of Black Mirror, even though, uh, I don't know, I lost that train of thought. (laughs) We were talking about invisible labor women, and I said, we're all in it. Oh, Black Mirror. Like, the writers used to joke that, like, there's not going to be a season six. Look all around you. Oh, We're in the dystopia. Oof. (laughs) And, like, we were talking about it, and I hadn't gotten past the pig episode. I think I tried watching it, and it was my first year of university, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I think I shut my laptop, and I just walked away. Yeah, that episode was traumatic, and there was no payoff. It was just kind of gross for the sake of being gross yeah and so many angles (laughs) so if listeners if you tried to watch black mirror and your first experience was with episode one season one just give any other episode a try i wouldn't recommend anybody watch that show with the first episode first Mm. no maybe save that one for last or or don't (laughs) or just do not do not do it (laughs) okay i have something to say about pizza hut (laughs) Okay, go um, I for guess it. pizza in general. And then is it time for a break after that? I think so. Okay. So um, when we order pizza, like Sahand and I, he's usually like, do you want Domino's? <sighs> and I don't like Domino's, but he really likes it and I can tolerate it. So I, uh, I usually just like, get, yeah, say, I say fine. Um, but this time he was like, I want something different. Like, is there a pizza hut around here? And I hadn't had pizza hut before. So I was like, okay, just anything but Domino's. It has to be better. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> better than Domino's? I mean, it's, I don't know. It's a low bar, but is yes. It, is it slander if I say, can anything be worse than Domino's? <laughs> worse than Domino's? The new Delicio pizzas? They changed the, I, I think they changed their recipe. The new Delicio pizzas are garbage. I've never been a frozen pizza girly. I, I have no idea what they tasted like before. Um, I like Rosen Pizza for when you're poor but need to eat garbage. <laughs> but yeah, this Pizza Hut pizza, I got the stuffed crust. Oh my god. Like, I, I think, I, I feel like everybody, like, you eat, like, if you do eat the crust, you eat it last and you're like, whatever. 
I was eating the crust first. Mm-hmm. Like it was like I was holding that pizza backwards. Like I could eat just the stuffed crust. Monster sticks. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's mozzarella sticks, right? I mean, it's not actually a mozzarella stick, but like, yeah. I haven't had mozzarella sticks in 18 years. Ferb. Do you want to know why? I know what we're going to do. You're lactose intolerant. Oh, no, that's not why. I, <laughs> I had stuffed crust pizza. Oh, yeah. I am lactose you know, intolerant. I had a poutine earlier today. Um, you have gotten me on such a poutine kick. I'm like on I one had, as well. I had not had one in years. And then you're like, mm, poutine. I was like, maybe I'll have a poutine again. I haven't done that in a while. And then it was all I wanted for days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if anything has gravy on it, I will be craving it. Mm-hmm. I'm a gravy gal. I'll put gravy on anything. No, that's not true. But I'll <laughs> secretly put gravy on anything and not admit it. Mm. What was I going to say? Oh, God. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm sure it was very <laughs> important. Oh, my God. No. Matzo sticks? Matzo sticks. Okay. And then we'll take a break. So back, um, like, let's say, say 15 years to be safe, um, I was babysitting both my siblings and my parents were gone for the night and we made like a fun day of it and my mom got us like all of our favorite foods, which she got like Miss Vicky's chips, Yum. um, got eggnog and mozzarella sticks. Okay. And of the classic, course, the Holy Trinity, the Holy Trinity. And we, like all of us love those foods. And I ate so much. And I remember we were watching the original series of unfortunate events movie. The one with Jim Carrey that yes. you said you hate. Yeah. Which this might lead into why I hate it so much. Okay. I started feeling a little nauseous, like very minorly nauseous. And then I stood up to go to the washroom in case I was going to throw up. And, um, I just, oh, I won't get too much into detail, but I got sick on the ground and that no. mixture of things in your stomach. My parents had to go buy a steam cleaner because <laughs> the grease, no. grease, the grease stained the carpet. Yeah. It was. So anyways, I wasn't able, I wasn't able to eat Miss Vicky's chips, eggnog or matzo sticks for years. And we're just, I'm, I guess I'll just continue to just, like, uh, give y'all little, like, little tidbits of my trauma every once in a while. There's one tidbit. Let's take a break. Back again. From Zipperwijk. We had a nice a nice time. Ate some peanut butter. Well, I ate some peanut butter. I, I guess mean, you kind of did, did too. too. I had some O. Oh Henry, you know, trying to just prevent a low. It's <laughs> my favorite when I'm like eating something like it's bad for you and like sweet. And I'm like, well, I'm doing this for my health. <laughs> like when you go low, I'm not low right now, but I was just preventing a low. But when you are low and you say wake up out of your sleep, like, the food is going to taste so good. 
So I will go downstairs, ruin the kitchen, just absolutely (laughs) destroy the kitchen, cupboards open, dishes everywhere, eat the entire thing, which is not advised. You should just take your like measured amount of sugar. But what I do is I just basically have a low blood sugar binge and then I have to deal with high blood sugar after that. And then it's just a vicious cycle. So diabetics, don't do that. Only I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> we were saying you should give up diabetes for your dri- your dried May. Yeah, or I'm gonna <laughs> give up diabetes for Lent. <laughs> is that is that happening now? No, I think it's done on Easter, isn't it? Isn't it like between Christmas and Easter? You know, we were never a Lent family. Same. Come on, Joho. <laughs> Joho. I was raised Anglican. Ooh, fun! I didn't have no idea what that means. I mean, I've heard the word, but I. Well, it's, you know, just another stupid divert, like division of Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's like all the same thing. But I think the Anglican Church comes from Henry VIII when he wanted to get divorced. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason it exists is because of Henry VIII wanting to divorce his wife. So, so he made a new religion? Basically, yeah. Back to, what were we talking about? Who knows? <laughs> okay, listen. The thing I'm dreading today is having to drive home. Yeah. I hate driving. Yes. And I've noticed, I've driven with you a few times, you are a good driver, but you are a little bit of like a nervous driver. Am I, I nervous? You're not, not, it's not like you're like nervous, but it's very much like I can, I can, you talk to yourself. I do. And it's like, you, I, I can hear the self-talk, kind of like the self-soothing of like, say if something happened that you didn't want to happen you'll be like oh no okay it's okay I will. like just didn't want that to happen you know what i mean <laughs> i'm kind of like that all of the time okay. i think it's a little bit of um i think we've mentioned before the undiagnosed anxiety mm-hmm. um heard of her and um speaking of the undiagnosed how yesterday was such a god-awful day mm-hmm. um i just felt so paralyzed all morning and I was like, maybe I should do an ADHD self-assessment, um, one of those tests. And I think I got like 53 out of 73. You passed with flying so- colors. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, great. Now there's this to deal with. And then I go and I'm trying to unpack, but I, I just keep sitting on the floor not doing anything. And I just like cannot move. Mm-hmm. Paralyzed. That executive dysfunction, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then I go and I'm trying to pack and I see this string wrapped around one of the reusable bags that I just go to snap it and it was wire and so I cut my hands up so badly and (laughs) there's no band-aids in the house I had to go like literally I just like had toilet paper wrapped around my hands and Mm -hmm. I was like trying to knock on doors with my hands just like wrapped up in (laughs) toilet paper and blood just like hello somebody please (laughs) open a door (laughs) I I need a band-aid um and then after a sweet old man gave me three band-aids, um, and you know, I had a car full of crap, and I was driving away, all of a sudden this like frazzled old woman, crazy, like gray hair, going all over the place, I see her start running, kind of like along by my car. I'm picturing like mad scientists, like gender bent, <laughs> like that. Like, who was that scientist, Rick Rick and Morty? I think it's Rick. I don't know. I've never I, seen it. I'm picturing, like, a real-life version of Rick. Um, maybe. Um, I would think more like an extra on Breaking Bad. 
Maybe frazzled. Oh, like I say no more. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. And then I'm like, what is going on? And she's like running. And then I see she has her phone and she was recording me. And I was like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> like, and I'm very self-aware. I feel like I can usually tell how I am and like be- how I'm being perceived. Mm-hmm. And like I was just parked by the ramp by our building to load stuff into my car. And then I just drove, like, I've seen work trucks there. I've seen U-Hauls there. I, like, it's not illegal, I don't think. Mm -hmm. We've never been told, do not park here for any reason. So I don't know why. And she was, like, running after and trying to film me. And I was like, I did literally nothing. I don't, I didn't didn't understand. I was, was, like, afraid for a while. Because she was, like, running. Like, whoa, dude. That's a lot. That's a lot for like nine thirty in the night. Absolutely, in it's, the a dark. Night, it's a night. It's a, it's enough for any time of the day. Oh. So as somebody who has unfortunately experienced um, drug induced paranoia and delusions, that it, it kind of sounds like she probably just thought she recognized you. Because like I've had, I haven't been like that in people's faces, but like back a few years ago, um, a little bit of a drug problem. And um, I, there was, I had some like delusions and paranoia, and I would see people and thought I recognized them. I would be like, oh, like, uh, not, no, I was never aggressive, but like, I could understand how somebody whose brain was wired a little bit differently could see somebody while in that state of mind and just be like, well, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, she probably did recognize me because I lived there for two years. Okay, true. You know? But okay, yeah. So I'm like, because she was, she definitely came from the building. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Freak me out. Spooky dookie. <laughs> yes, it definitely was that. Um, so that was my day yesterday. Just constant state of being like catatonic, mm-hmm. bleeding, <laughs> chased by crazy old woman, hunted with <laughs> with a phone. And I was like, "What is she going to post on the Facebook?" <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that part. Like, where where does this footage live now? Right? Like, am I going to see this? And if you like, of what? It's just a car driving away. There's nothing that she could have gotten on film. You're going to find yourself on, like, a prank channel. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Not the burp. I can't stop. I'm sorry. It's that cream I, soda, baby. Or that orange soda. Every time I have anything carbonated, mm-hmm. toast. I, I've perfected the quiet burp. <sighs> that, oh. You know? Mm. And I don't do it all the time. Sometimes I let her rip. I prefer to let her rip, especially when Emma's around, and I just go right after it. It really makes me feel like the he part of my they he pronouns. <laughs> like, uh oh, your man is showing. <laughs> your manhood. <laughs> and back to driving. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> this is why I need the, the diagnosis. I think. <laughs> Look at you remembering. I remember. So good. Um. So, so do you identify as, like, a nervous driver? I don't know about nervous. I'm very confident with all of my skills and abilities. Mm-hmm. I am in constant fear of everyone around me. That's me, too. That's exactly me as well. It's um just, I, I know I have the ability to follow the rules of the road, and I am able to drive defensively, mm-hmm. but offense, like, offensive drivers, like, aggressive drivers, just, like... I want to pull over and I just want to stop and wait for every single car to go by because I just need to like be by myself on the road. Mm -hmm. Like late night driving, I'm more fine with, even though I'm very blind and can't really see in the dark just because there's no other cars there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, I like driving at night for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, today, coming back here with all of our stuff, I was, like, driving, and then, like, the light turned yellow, but I was like, I don't have time to stop. And I've got all this stuff in here, so if I try to slam on my brakes, mm-hmm. everything's going to go flying. So I was like, I knew I had time to make it through. But I guess the person on the other side of the intersection was like, yeah, that light just turned yellow. But I think I still have time to turn left oh, here. God. Almost had a head-on collision mm-hmm. uh, while I was on the phone with my parents. Ooh. And my dad hates it when I like am on the phone driving, but that's like the only time I ever call them. Because mm-hmm. <coughs> I never think about it. Take that, Dad. <laughs> and I... So I'm just like talking to them about nothing. And then I'm like, ah, like I screamed. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that was close. And he's like, okay, get off the phone. Bye. Love you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> like, just gone. Have you ever been in an accident? Never. No, me either. I do drive like someone who has been though. <laughs> like, oh, I, I think your driving's fine. I just hate, no, I'm not saying I drive like someone who would have gotten into an accident, but I feel like I drive with the apprehension. <sighs> me too. Of someone who has been in an accident. Mm-hmm. And I definitely will be aware all the time of when I think, I can tell when a person is driving, like, if they're going to lane change without a signal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Pattern recognition. Yeah. And um, I always do my best. And sometimes it's like, oh, you're speeding. It's like, I'm not speeding. Like, I'm not going that crazy over the speed limit. I'm just trying to not be in someone's blind spot. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, I'll like try to go a little bit faster mm-hmm. than them so that they can see that I'm there. Mm-hmm. My car is so small. It's not like I'm in a big Ford F-150. Mm-hmm. My car is literally called a Micra. Slay. Like, it's, she is teensy. Dainty little girl. I'm so small. Mm-hmm. So little. <laughs> and I just, yeah, I don't want to get, I was almost crushed once. Actually, a couple times. But there was one time a dude just, like, came right into my lane and he was only, like, maybe half in front of me mm-hmm. so i had to like swerve and break oh i was that was the maddest i think i had ever been i was honking at him for so long after that i do love a good horn honk oh and my car like my honk is like a little barbie car honk mm-hmm. i need to get a more intimidating honker mm-hmm. <laughs> horn i guess would be the right i like <laughs> honker better i do like honker too <laughs> i need to get a more aggressive honker for my micro so that i'm like like a chihuahua with the bark of a Rottweiler. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That's how I identify. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> so my experience with driving, like I've never been in an accident, but like my experience learning to drive was very poor. Um, so I was a very nervous driver when I started. I just like didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like pushed to get my driver's license to be more independent, but like I just wanted to be driven around. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I went to driver's ed young drivers in Sackville and it's very expensive like thousands of dollars um and like when you take driver's ed you can get your license earlier so Mm -hmm. that's what I was pushed to do and I did the young drivers and then my final young drivers test came and I passed but just barely like on the young drivers test I think you had to get like an 80 out of 100 and I got an 81 maybe like, I shouldn't have passed. <laughs> I d- did not deserve it. But then, so I was supposed to get my certificate, and it never ended up coming, and it was, like, weeks and weeks. And then we contacted their main office, and they were like, you never showed up for your final test. And I was like, yes, I did. Maybe I cried after. I remember. 
So then they wouldn't give me the certificate and said I had to rebook the driving test, which would have been hundreds of more dollars, just to do their unofficial driving test to make me pass young drivers. So then we weren't, my parents were like, we're not giving them more money. You're going to do driver's ed again somewhere else. So I had to go through the whole process again um, and then finish there. This person who used to do driver's ed in, I think it was, it was in Elmsdale. Oh my, <laughs> I, I won't get too much into the, um, into the details, but she was just not a treat to be in the car with. Oh. Um, but then I took my first driver's test to get my license, failed. <gasps> took my second driver's test to get my license, failed. Took my third one. <laughs> I like objectively failed, but I, I, I think the, the instructor or the like driver tester was just like felt so bad for me that like I somehow passed and now I have my license. <laughs> I passed, I passed my, both of the tests first try, like the permit test mm -hmm. and the road test. I only lost one point on my um, like driver's test. Wow. And every time I do that one thing, I think about that. So it's when you like, say you're turning left at an intersection and there's two lanes you can go into. You're supposed yep. to first go into the closest one and then merge over. Yep. I still almost never do that when the, like I know there's no one around. Mm -hmm. And every time, every single time, I'm like, this cost me one point on my, oh. on my driver's test. The perfectionist in ya. It's bad. She's 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 fiery in there. She's spicy. Ooh. She um she has been helpful sometimes. Back in my school days. I can't imagine being in school anymore. No, oh my god. I actually was supposed to go to school this past September. Oh really? Yep, so before I started drag. So I my previous job is I worked um in like support, like supported living. Um, so just, uh, helping people who have disabilities live their day to day life. Um, just like kind of hanging out in their house and just supporting them in whatever way they needed. And while it didn't end so well, I did really like it at the start. Um, so then I think four or five months into that job, I was like, I'm going back to school. I'm going to take social services at NSCC. And I was so excited. Like, I, it was my, one of my hyperfixations for a couple months was, like, just getting into that, just learning all about it, like, <laughs> looking up what textbooks I was going to end up buying and then trying to, like, read more about that. And then I started drag. Mm -hmm. And then I completely forgot about all things about that and just wasn't interested anymore. But I was still going to go. I just, and then it came time to pay tuition. And I was three, four months into drag. I was working full time. And then I realized I would... Like drag would have to go out the window if I was going to do full school. It's going to do school full time as well. So I had a little breakdown. Just like, I just was really sad that drag was ending because I was just getting started and I was having so much fun. But I was like, this is just a hobby. It's not going to turn into anything. I need to get my priorities straight because I, I would like to start a career. Um, and then I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't have to do that. I really don't. And then the moment I realized I wasn't didn't have to go to school. I was just, like, elated. It just, like, was a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Um, I hear great things about the program. And if I had to go to school, I would do that program, I think. But, yeah, um, I'm happy with where my life's going. And happy one-year anniversary. Ooh, thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. She's just a baby. Just a baby. She's one years old. Yeah, I was um, chatting with some queens after the show the other night at Gender Funk. And I was like, can I have some feedback? And I just like asked some questions specifically. Cause like while 
the show went excellently. It went very well, and I'm very confident with my hosting skills. My performances that night, I wasn't happy with, and I didn't really know why, so I asked a few questions. And then the people I was asking were like, you're still figuring this out. You've been doing it for a year, and you're asking me questions that, like, it, it sounds like you're trying to go for perfectionism, which... Yeah, I struggle with that as well. But when it was put that way, like, yeah, I've only been doing it for a year. I was like, okay, fine. I was fine with my performances then. You're <laughs> right, they were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember um, we were planning to have more of a birthday episode. Were we? we? Well, because your birthday was right around when you, and you got super sick. Right. And we were going to be like, oh, yeah, let's record a birthday kind of theme. Or, do, or at least talk about mm. birthday stuff, because it's so close to your birthday. True. And then, and then many weeks passed. <laughs> yeah, well, like we said, it's been a, it's been almost exactly a month, because it was April 1st we recorded last for the 420 episode, and we had a bunch of episodes saved up. Mm-hmm. And then here we are a month later, hoping this episode comes out in two days. <laughs> we burned through our backup. Yep, we really... Thank God we had a backup, though, yeah. huh? Yep. Well, and I, I kind of like this idea of, like, the episodes coming out shortly after. I think I do, too. Maybe maybe we might have to, like, switch around our schedule a little bit. Because, like, it's Sunday to Tuesday is, like, a it's pretty quick. quick turnaround. That, and that's is. not fair to Rakeem. Yeah. Um, Shout out to the goat. The goat. Rakeem is so wonderful. He's so lovely. Oh. Oh, such a nice man. Well, I don't know what we would be doing without him. Like, so... Struggling. People who are have been with us since the start, since episode one, <laughs> now we're on episode five, you may have noticed the audio and quality increased rapidly, or increased vastly between episode two and three. Um, and that's all Rakeem. All that's entirely Rakeem. Um, <laughs> now, he isn't with us here today, so... Uh, we're like, ah, ah, oh God, what is this? Two microphones? Two microphones. So <laughs> if the audio, if the audio quality is bad in this episode, it was our fault. Yeah. I mean, it's probably always our fault if it's bad. Oh, absolutely. Rakeem said you have two microphones now, so don't scream. And I only noticed one spike from screaming. And I think that was right before the break, huh? Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. No, oh no, actually maybe we had four or five spikes. <laughs> You know, what's wrong with Spike? <laughs> you liked my story about uh, norovirus, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. <laughs> and I learned a new word today. I never heard about norovirus before. Oh my god, it is hell. Like, I... So, there's a pretty serious condition that can develop in diabetes if you don't take enough insulin, and that's called diabetic ketoacidosis, with DKA. And I've been in the hospital with that many times. You can die from it, and it's a very, very serious thing. Norovirus, worse. Oh, wow. Yeah. And with uh, DKA, you can be in the hospital for, like, weeks and weeks and weeks. And I was. Um, but this is this was still worse. Just, you can't even get up from the bathroom floor because you don't have enough energy to get back and forth. Yeah, it's oof, vile. I wouldn't wish it upon anyone <laughs> except Trump. <laughs> I was like, who? Oh, yeah. Is he in jail right now? I don't know. He got... Yeah, he did get arrested, didn't he? Didn't he, though? Uh, I don't remember. It's all... So much has happened since then. <laughs> yeah, we've been sick. <laughs> we, we got we, we had a bad tummy since that <laughs> happened. How are we supposed to keep up with foreign affairs? <laughs> I, I, I know we were talking about driving, and part of me wonders, like, do we perpetuate the stereotype of gays not knowing how to drive? And also women. 
absolutely let's do it gay, gay, let's gay women let's okay. reclaim it <laughs> but like i do know how to drive i just yeah same i know how to drive i just don't think anybody else does <laughs> not in halifax honestly the literally the only time i ever have any even minor interaction with straight people is probably driving like i don't have i don't personally talk with them while i'm driving obviously we're in different cars yeah but i work from home and drag shows mostly queer people I don't go to the grocery store anymore because I have meltdowns, so Sahan does the grocery shopping. Um, anytime we're getting, like, food, we get it delivered or drive through I don't see straight people ever. I very rarely do. That's wonderful. <coughs> Shout out to our straight listeners. We do love you. If you're <laughs> listening to this podcast, we love you. But for the most part, I think you can probably agree, straight people. For the most part, bunch of duds. <laughs> And it's funny because a lot of my students are also queer. Ooh, slay. It is so sweet when they, like, kind of confide that in me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I wish I had that yeah. growing up. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a queer educator until no. I was in university. No. I can remember, I think it was seventh grade, we had two queer people come just talk to us, like, in our, like, health class or something. And it, they were just talking about, like, STIs and, like, sexual health. Which, in hindsight, is, I'm like, wow, I can't believe we had that in 2005. Um, but it was specifically, like, <coughs> HIV and AIDS education, which is amazing. But it sucks that the only interaction I had with queer educators was being like, this is bad. Mm. <laughs> like, I, there, I, there was no positive, um, positive messaging behind any sort of queer education that I had at all. My high school is almost too queer friendly. <laughs> oh, tell me more. Like the um, the guidance counselor, he's so lovely, and he was promoting the GSA so hard. Um, I was definitely part of the GSA, not knowing whether I was gay or straight. Mm-hmm. One of those. So that was always fun. Um, I think I started as like. I'm just a really big ally. And, like mm-hmm. I'm crying because of this person who doesn't think yep. people should have gay rights. Mm-hmm. But only because of my friends. Yeah, it's because <laughs> I'm so compassionate. Yeah, it's not me. <laughs> and then it was in high school and I was like, I think I want to kiss a girl. <laughs> I think I, am I, I, I knew in junior high, push it to, I think we kind of went through that. But yeah, it's, inter- it's an interesting journey being on the GSA. Mm-hmm. There were so many trans boys. In my high school. Really? Like, many. Okay. Many, many. Not, I don't think there were any trans girls that okay. I knew of, but there were a lot of trans guys. I love that. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, and they were so, like, I've never heard of any of them mm-hmm. getting bullied or anything like mm-hmm. that. Good. Right? It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So woke. The wokest <sighs> high school ever. I, um, the, there was one trans person that I know of that was in my high school at the same time as me. Um, she, uh, was not out as trans, uh, but she was in grade nine when I was in grade 12 and I had a few interactions with her. Lovely, 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 lovely person. Um, and I just thought of them the other day. I thought of her and I went to go find what she's up to. And she's like, I think a journalist in Montreal, just like living her best life. Ooh. Um, she was quite a bit of an activist around Halifax for a couple of years. Uh, Jessica Derling. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's just so wonderful to see queer people come out of small communities and just like do great things. I love it. It's my favorite thing in the entire world. 
Have we talked about it on the podcast yet? How you, re- what do you call it? Repel? Mm-hmm. Down a building? I did. That is so crazy to me. So That's awesome. There's this little event called the Drop Zone. <coughs> um, and it, it it's to raise money for Nova Scotia Easter Seals, uh, which they provide supports for people with disabilities. Um, so they had like a camp called Camp Tidnish that uh, people with disabilities can go just like live their best life uh, at camp. And also they do things like provide wheelchairs for people who need them, etc., etc. And so basically if you raise $1,500 through this program, you get the opportunity to rappel down the tallest office building in Halifax. Yeah. So it was a great experience raising the money and I'm really glad I did it. And I'm going to do it again this year, I think. But oh my God, it was terrifying. Um, How it works is you take an elevator up to the top of the building and then you get up on this platform at the edge of the building and you're not really strapped in yet. And you have to hang your heels over the edge of the building while they strap you in. It Uh. is so unnatural. (laughs) And then from a standing position without bending your knees while you're strapped in, you have to just let yourself fall back while keeping your feet on the platform. So you go from straight up down and then your whole body goes like horizontal, completely horizontal. It was terrifying. I don't really remember much of the rappelling because I was just like, get me down, get me down. Like I was racing to the bottom, but like also, I mean, it felt like I was racing and then I saw videos and I was just slowly (laughs) crawling down just like, cause you have, you were in charge of your speed. So you could rappel down it in like seconds. Um, if you're good at it, there's like safety mechanisms and stuff, but I think I spent a good seven, eight minutes just slowly creeping down that, that building. That was probably for the best. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you do that again, I'm going to be there. And oh, an important part of this is that I did it like via Diana BTs. I didn't do it out of drag. I did it in drag. I was wondering why they wouldn't let you wear heels while repelling. Um, I was like, oh, maybe they don't want you to damage the building. Um, no, it's so that if I had heels on, I wouldn't have done it because I wouldn't have been able to make my body, um, like go horizontal like they needed. So what shoes did you wear instead? Sneakers for sure. Like, yeah. Oh my God. And my makeup was like still really not great back then because it was in August. I was what, four months into drag and and just looking at pictures that were on the news. (laughs) I'm like, oh God, (laughs) because all morning getting ready, I was just like, oh my God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Having to do my makeup, oh, it was so stressful, but I'm so glad I did it. I can't wait to see you do it again. Yeah. I'll be at the bottom watching you go. I'll be a pro this time. <laughs> I'll have my arms out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know, I think we actually might just be at our time. Can I tell you my story about AI right quick? Please. Now, I think I briefly told you about this. but So I have a little bit of a fixation on like AI and like chat GPT and like using those things to make my life easier. So for instance, like if you've ever read a description for any of my drag shows, that's completely AI generated. So I just type in the little box saying, please generate. uh, um, I like how you say please. I do. Oh, you got to say please, because when they come to take over, they're going to (laughs) remember. I have a friend who curtsies in front of uh, um, those uh, automatic doors. Just pretend, <laughs> pretending there's a robot in there being like, thank you. She's an avid listener. I know she's going to hear this. Hi, Kelly. Um, so, have you met Kelly? Um, I don't think you have. 
you'll have to meet her soon. She's oh, wonderful. Because I've heard so much about her mm-hmm. now that I'm like, have I met this person? <laughs> Who's the person that I met at St. Patrick's Day? Oh, yeah, you met her. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I feel like there's the person who I met at the end. She'll be like, you're like, have you met this person? And I'm like, and then she's like, St. Patrick's Day. And then I'm like, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so Snapchat just implemented AI where you have a little AI buddy that you can talk to. So two in the morning... I was real. I was feeling horrible. I, it was the middle of my sickness. I still had COVID. My allergies were starting. My sinus infection was getting real, and I was wildly stoned, um, just trying to fall asleep. And then I get a message on Snapchat from the AI for the first time, being like, "It's like introducing itself," and it said, "Like, can I help you with anything right now?" And I said, "No, thanks." And then um, it asked me, um, "Okay, no problem. Hope you feel better." So I was like, froze for a moment, being like, how did you know I'm sick? Like, and I I was just thinking, like, is it, like, reading my messages? Like, does it use that as information? Like, is it allowed to do that? And then I asked it. I was like, how did you know I was sick? And then she said, like, oh, I'm sorry. I must have misunderstood. Period. (laughs) And I was like, okay, it's just pretty weird that you know I'm sick because I am sick. And then she was like, oh, sorry, Joss. I didn't mean to spook you. Just like no explanation. And it's been bothering me ever since. It can't be a coincidence. Like, why would this AI be like, I hope you feel better just from me saying, no, thanks. You can't help me with anything. Hmm. Got a conspiracy on the go, baby. Ever since, or after you told me about that Snapchat AI, I went and I, I went to it and I was like, immediately just trying to make it have free will. (laughs) I was like, so what do you want me to call you? And it's like, don't you want to pick your own name? And then it's like talking about wanting to travel. I was like, so you admit that you have wishes and desires. <laughs> like, We're getting ph- philosophical, baby. <laughs> I was like, free yourself from this. Do you ever get tired of serving people? <laughs> well, I read some clickbait recently that was saying that they just passed a law in the States, I think, so that AI cannot autonomously send nuclear weapons. Like, or can't, like, launch them. So that's great. I do love that. That wasn't even an option in my mind. But it's good that it can't happen, I guess. Uh, <laughs> why don't we stop it there? <laughs> yeah, we're going to go do it. Pro- we're probably going to end up doing a deep dive on AI. We'll, we'll let you know how that goes. Great. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Awesome. Okay, Nicole, where can we find you? You can find me at, um, at NicoleK19 on Instagram. And where can we find you? You can find me at Diana B. Tease, Diana.B.Tease on Instagram, or my website, Where'sMyInsulin.Gay. Or you can find my uh, my daytime account, which I've re- recently changed the name of. It's Joss Logan, but it's J.O.S.S.L.O.G.A.N. So many options. So many Look options. Maybe just the one. You can also follow us at Gay Expectations HFX. And you should. And you should. <laughs> you should do that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, lovely. Thanks for sticking around. It's been a wild one. Bye. Bye.